Hi, I'm Jennifer Webb, and welcome to my podcast, The Science and Magic of Attitude. Today, I'd like to talk about trying something. It's much better than playing it safe. I was nervous. He had so many stories written about him. He was such a legend that I was really concerned I'd be able to even capture his interest enough to give me an insightful interview. I did a great deal of research and finally decided on my opening question. Tell me, I said, is it true a rabbit once urinated in your pocket 21 times while you were waiting to perform with Judy Garland? Orson Welles looked at me, laughed, and then said, no, it was 28. I had his attention and the interview went well. What I'd done was search until I found something unique enough to pique his interest. And here's my point. All of us feel from time to time that we're not unique enough in what we're doing, so we don't take any action. Instead, we research more, we pay a consultant, we study the process, all good. But it's the action that enables us to grow, learn, fail sometimes, which can be a wonderful learning tool, and move forward. I wasn't sure I had what it took to pull off the interview, but I did the research, took a deep breath, well, actually several deep breaths, and met Orson Welles. By the way, at the time, I was editor of the only full-color magic magazine in the country called Magic Manuscript. It's doing something regardless of feeling unsure or concerned. It's the action that propels us forward. Years ago, a friend and I went to Paris for a weekend. We'd gotten a really great deal, and we both lived in Manhattan at the time. We saw this ad and decided we were going to just go ahead and do it. We only live once, after all. Now, I have a background in French. I should be better since I've studied quite a bit of it, but my brain seems to have an aversion to translating from French back to English. So I tend to have a lot of difficulty understanding what's being said unless people slow down to a couple of words per minute, and they don't. Now, my friend, on the other hand, went to a French boarding school. Guess who was better prepared to speak the language? When we arrived, she refused to speak French to the taxi driver, so I told him where we were going. I checked us in the hotel, and again, I started acting as the interpreter. Finally, she confided in me she may get some of her words wrong, so she would let me do all the talking. And she did, and I did. It takes courage to get outside her comfort zone, and even more courage to do something if we're uncertain of the outcome or uncertain how we'll do. But that's the point. We've got to get inventive, get creative, get comfortable being uncomfortable, and just move forward until we learn, get help, or figure it out. When my children were little, I got hired for a job that took me from Statesville, North Carolina, to Queens, New York. During the interview, I was asked if I could develop film, and I said yes. Actually, I had, but it had been quite a while ago since I'd done anything in a dark room. When they hired me and flew me to New York, my boss pointed to the darkroom and told me to go process some film that had just arrived. I told him I was a bit rusty and would he guide me through it once? He did. I took notes and I survived. Our thoughts, actions, and feelings create our behaviors. As we keep repeating the same process, we're guaranteed the same results. To start flexing our risk muscle, we need to be aware of changing how we think about something, how we feel about it, And then we have a better chance of actually changing our actions. So here are five suggestions to inspire you to take action. One, condition your thinking, change the outcome. I've mentioned it before on my podcasts, but examine your beliefs and ask yourself whose voice might be behind any limiting thought you might have about the outcome you want. 
professors, teachers, spouses, bosses, and others all contribute to the image we have and the worth we feel about ourselves and our abilities. Imagine what it feels like to have accomplished a goal. Oh, let's say closing the enormous sale, standing up to the person that's really a problem, writing the last page of the novel, and maintain that feeling. Our thoughts, actions, and feelings produce different results. As we keep repeating the same process, we're guaranteed again the same results. When we want change, we change our thoughts, actions, and feelings. It's our attitudinal change that gives us the push to try something or take a chance. Hard work is a given, but success stories have an additional element. Successful people just keep imagining the outcome, and it helps the prefrontal cortex look for opportunities to make the dream a reality. With the right belief, many opportunities seem to fall into place. Okay, number two, change your tactics. We all know that doing the same things the same old way, but expecting different results is the definition of insanity. But it doesn't stop people from doing just that. To move forward exponentially, it's often necessary to hit the restart button in our brain. Create five new and different strategies to move your project forward. Don't be afraid to go over the top in your ideas. When you add your right brain creativity into the mix, you end up with new insights that can be channeled toward the results you're looking for. Remember, we're habitual thinkers and more than 90%, may I say that again, 90% of our thinking comes from our subconscious. So without paying attention to how we're thinking, our best intentions won't move us forward. It's often not intelligence but belief that enables us to succeed. Einstein said imagination is more powerful than knowledge. That's a hard quote to take at face value because we all know the value of knowledge. But we need imagination to propel us past information onto discovery. Consequently, imagine the top five people, living or dead, you'd like to be in your think tank. People who you admire, whose brains you would love to pick each day. Now imagine they were on your advisory board and you were asking their advice. What amazing insights might they offer? Number three, take more risks. And of course, I mean small calculated risk. If where you are isn't where you want to be, where can you get outside your comfort zone and take a risk toward your desired outcome? Journalist Nellie Bly, this is one of my favorite stories, talked her way into the city room of the New York world and got herself hired to fake insanity to write an expose on Bellevue Hospital's insane asylum, Blackwell Island. She got herself committed easily enough and then couldn't get released. When the world attorney got her release, she wrote a scathing series of articles and changed the way patients were treated and made her an instant success. It took creativity and courage. Where can you take a risk that could help you and your career? Number four, make it fun. When we can find an element of fun in what we're doing, it increases creativity and enables us to be more resourceful and effective in strategizing our goals. Many top executives emphasize fun, including Tony Shea, the CEO of Zappos, who spells out the importance of an upbeat attitude in his best-selling book, Delivering Happiness. Thoughts create chemical reactions in our body, and as we pay attention to what we're feeling, the better we feel, the better we think, create, and solve problems. Create mandatory fun breaks each day, especially right now with the extra stress we have with COVID. Maybe it's to exercise or take a 30-minute lunch with one of your kids or something entirely different that brings out the kid in you. These are investments in a better life, and they enable you to be more productive. And finally, five, take action. 
Action stimulates more action. The smallest movement on a continuous basis will yield results. Will Rogers said, even if you're on the right track, you'll get run over if you just sit there. And sitting there is another term for being stuck, giving up, not moving forward. It would be great if we all had Einstein's genius, wouldn't it? But what we have been blessed with is the ability to imagine, create, and stay with our dreams, our problems, our goals, our challenges, long enough to get the results we want. If we've been given the desire, we've been given the ability to create it and make it happen. Maybe it's not happening as quickly as we would like, but with tenacity, staying with it longer than others, it can become a reality. Thank you for listening. If you like this, please subscribe, share it with others, and go to my website, magiccom.com or jenniferweb.com to hear more podcasts, read my blogs, and see what I have to offer. Until next time, I challenge you to remember we have the power to choose how we want to think, regardless of what's happening around us. Stay safe and healthy.